Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 199 of Elijah Fire. Oh, one more episode, and we're at episode 200. It's going to be an exciting day. Exciting day tomorrow, but also an exciting day today. I love every episode of Elijah Fire. It's great. Connected with different people, different viewpoints. Um, getting different bits of revelation from people. It's great. Um, Today's Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. God is still moving. He's still, uh, you know, pouring out his abundance um, on Elijah Fire, which I'm really, really just humbled by, blessed by that God is doing that. It's great. Thank you guys for the prayers. And we're going to pray for you two to be unshadow banned because it is legit shadow banned. It's great. Uh, and by great, I mean, not great. Um, if you guys are listening on Spotify and you're not following us yet, make sure to follow us. And then also if you're on the mobile version, make sure to give us five stars or an honest review. It doesn't have to be five stars. I don't want you to be like, well, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to lie. Um, I don't want you to lie either. So, uh, but if you guys could rate us on Spotify and the mobile mobile version, mobile app, that'd be great. Um, also, anytime you guys donate to ElijahFire.com slash donate, all proceeds go towards keeping Elijah Fire free at five days a week on as many platforms as we can manage, which is four right now. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts behind the scenes. There's only a couple of us working on Elijah Fire. It's predominantly Illumination and myself uh, and then Michael, whenever he can help us out as well. Uh, and then we've got other people doing different things. Like we've got Mariah doing the podcast Avenue, Paul, who clips out all of our reels. And then also if you follow Elijah clips, um, that YouTube channel, he clips out chunks of Elijah fire there too. He's great. He's awesome. So, and then my sister, Jen does all the thumbnails, those lit thumbnails, those like amazing thumbnails that are out now. Love them. So great. We're redesigning the series thumbnails to make them a little more spicy and in line with the new style, um, and those are coming along nicely as well. So I'm excited to unveil those when the time comes. Um, so I'm going to play a quick real video. I realized I didn't select a real video, so we're going to just click blind. It's going to be a surprise. Here we go. realized I didn't conclude my thought and tell you guys to donate to lightfire.com slash donate proceeds go towards keeping this free uh making sure all the moving parts are moving but then also we take a portion of every donation and it goes towards that which you just saw in that video which is uh, an amazing water well effort fresh water wells over in Uganda and we're looking beyond Uganda now um with we partnered with show mercy international we're digging a new fresh water well every three days um and also, I want to say, if you guys are interested in actually going and seeing those water wells for yourself, um, you can actually you can actually do trips through Show Mercy International and they take you to all those places. You can assist with um, various things that they have going on over there, including the water wells. And um, it's just a great opportunity. So that's Show Mercy. Um, I think I've got the... Yes, showmercy.org. If you go to showmercy.org, showmercy.org, um, you can get involved there. And we just love them over there. They're great. Uh, they're actually the Mike and Lori Sally, the founders, they're actually on staff with Elijah Streams as well. 
Um, so just great, great partnership there. We love them over there and we want to bless them as well. So um, tomorrow is episode 200. Um, and it's going to be very exciting because uh, Andrea will be hosting and she's going to be interviewing me. Uh, but also we want to, she's going to be asking me questions and all that stuff. And there's a lot of people in my very first episode I did of Elijah Fire. I did tell a little bit about myself. There's a lot of new people since we first started uh, back in 2021. Um, but I, you know, so all bets are off. I mean, you can ask me whatever you want. It can be serious. It can be funny. Um, it can be a little bit of both. You can give us more than one question, but if you guys navigate over to our Instagram, our YouTube under the community tab or our Facebook, uh, links are in the description. Uh, if you want it for ease of use, if you have a hard time finding them, um, and you'll see a little post says like episode 200, you can put in the comments there. You can submit a question there. You can DM us on Instagram. You can private message us on Facebook, uh, however you want to do it. Uh, but the, the best places is on that actual post. And then you can submit your question or questions. And there's been, there's been some great questions. Uh, I've seen a couple of them. I'm trying to like hashtag no spoilers with the whole thing. I kind of want to like go in blind um, and fumble over my answers. I just keep it raw. Uh, but uh, I did see some of them and they're really great. Uh, some of them are really thought provoking. I'm like, wow, that's deep. Um, and then some are just super fun. So great great mix um illumination will be checking until four today uh so you that's four four p.m pacific time seven p.m eastern time so uh yeah light it up and then there's always the stragglers the next day they're like oh it's like two two minutes before and they're like oh wait here's my question uh so we have a lot of questions. We're going to try and get through as many as we can, but we'll, you know, whatever we don't, we'll set aside and do something else fun with it. Um, also, if you're not following us on Instagram or on TikTok, go ahead and follow us, you guys. Um, we've been meeting about some other fun ways to do different things. I'm not doing a dance, all right? Let's just give it a rest. Everybody's saying do a dance. I'm not going to do a dance. My guest today doesn't do a dance on TikTok either, okay? And nobody busts her chops. Thank you very much. Uh, my guest today, she's the co-founder of Crave. She's also the author of a great book about purity. It's called Good Girl, more accurately, The Raw Confessions of a Good Girl. Great, great book. She just details her walk through pu pu purity. Let's say purity. She's laughing in the background. I'm getting warm. Purity. Um, and it's a great book, you guys. I think you'll be really blessed if you haven't. Link is in the description if you guys want to buy that book. Um, there's a link to her store. She's got like great stickers and all that great stuff too. So uh, really, really great. She's always, it's always great having her show. Let's give it up for my guest today, Victoria Sosa. Hey, hey I'm here. <laughs> Man, I'm like, oh, that, that slip up. I almost, yeah. That was hilarious. I was absolutely rolling in the background. Whoopsie. Jeff, you were pumped today. I can feel the energy through the screen. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm this feeling is good. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I ate my uh, my chicken and broccoli. Okay. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Hey, that actually makes a huge difference. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Yes. Um, yeah. So I almost also said Victoria Rich. Yes. Because I was looking at this uh -huh. when I said it, and then I. I caught myself and I said Hello. your actual legal na last name. Yeah. 
There's it's my great. little dance. Yeah, there we go. You have never done a TikTok dance, have you? Or have oh, you? Oh, no. No, I haven't. Yeah, see, no. No, thank you. <laughs> do I'll people dance. want you to do a TikTok dance? People want me to do a TikTok dance. And I'm like, I, I, I like, I don't like them. I throw up a little bit in my mouth when I see them. Uh, so it's probably because they only see from here, you know. Yeah, I here. do dance. I have fun dancing. Like, you oh. know, like I have a good time, you know, but um, I just don't want to do a TikTok dance. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Because you have to memorize the dance and then you have to do the dance. And I would oh. rather spend my time memorizing other things. So yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah. It's just too much work. Definitely. I got a show to run. I got, you know, it's just like, yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll just, you guys can settle for everybody else that does them. And there you go. That's final. Um, <laughs> all right. So Tori, you, uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of different cool stuff today. Uh, mm -hmm. But um, one thing that I've been talking about on the show is anytime anybody's been to a, any kind of revival, it can be the one in Asbury, like you and Josh and mm -hmm. Rob went to your husband. Uh, there's also one in um, Pasadena that's going on, but mm -hmm. I love to hear people's own perspectives because God is speaking different things to different people, obviously, and there's takeaways for everyone. So I'm just curious, what was that experience like for you mm -hmm. and what was your takeaway from going to Asbury? Oh, it, that's a huge question. Nice loaded question for you. There you go. I'll try to unload yeah. slowly. Yeah. I'm from Kentucky. so. I would say it was just a little bit extra special for me because this is my land, you know, the mm -hmm. land that I am proud of, the land I was born in. And Kentucky is made fun of a lot, you know, like the hillbillies live here and, you know, there's nothing cool in Kentucky. And, and the endless Kentucky fried chicken jokes, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. We travel the world and everywhere we go. Oh, you're from Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know, they, they really yeah. don't know that it's a state. They just think it's a restaurant. So they yeah. think we're making a joke. Um, so when anything amazing happens in Kentucky, it's just a little bit extra cool. Mm -hmm. And um, it was really amazing to see the world talking about my state and not only my state, but a tiny little town of around five to six thousand people, which is smaller than the town that I live and I, I live in, and this is a really small town. And so I'm just, you know, we're watching what's happening on social media, on the news, and we're just so filled with faith, so pumped um, that the Lord is pouring out his glory in this tiny little town through college students. I mean, I think the church has been really discouraged with Gen Z and really discouraged with college in general. Um, we've all been afraid to send our kids to college. And we all know a pastor's kid that's gone to college and they're yeah. totally jacked up now. Like I know a handful of those guys. So I think that my heart was just swelling with um, so much gratitude and also so amazed that again, the Lord did what nobody thought could happen. And he always does it this way because it's it's him and it's him alone. It's just Jesus. And every time we see a move of God, it happens in a way that was unexpected with a kind the kind of people that we don't expect it to come from, just like the Jesus Revolution movie that we all are loving right now. You know, these these wild hippies without any shoes are walking into a religious, uh, stuffy, dead, dry 
church filled with a lot of older people that are critical and judgmental. Here they are coming in without any shoes and they probably stunk, maybe smelt like weed. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure uh, all of the above, whatever. All the above, all <laughs> the above. And Jesus used even that dead, dry congregation to birth a mighty move of God and a mighty revival. So I think for someone that's like come from a Pentecostal background filled with fire and, you know, all the gifts of the spirit since a young age. And um, for me, it puts me in check. Like, Hey, Tori, look, when God wants to move, he can move wherever he wants to move. Uh, the college that this happened at in Asbury is a Methodist background and, you know, people that believe heavily in the speaking in tongues or the move of the spirit, they may, you know, look at a Methodist church or a Methodist denomination, even um, with the decisions that are being made with the, the Methodist denomination right now, which is quite wild. Uh, they may look at that and judge and say, God can never move or, um, you know, how dare they? I, I don't know. But for me, that that's what it did for me. It brought down all my walls, all my expectations, um, even the religion within me. You know, we we think because we're filled with the spirit that we don't have any religious spirits. And we think that the people that are just dry and, and dead and don't believe that the gifts are for today, we say that they're filled with religious spirits. But sometimes we can get a religious spirit against those people and we oh, become the Pharisees. Yeah, even when we're filled with the Spirit, we should know better. Yeah, we, The Holy Spirit should be guiding us not to judge one another and judge where the Lord can move, how he can move. Um, so that was a huge thing for me, that I was seeing God move in such a miraculous way through a um, denomination uh, or, or in a building that is founded on a denomination uh, that we're not used to really seeing a lot of miraculous things take place, just to be honest. Um, so, yeah, we drove to, um, Will is it Williamsburg? I, I forgot the name of the town. It's just not coming to me right now. But I'm looking it up live here, Asbury University. Will, Will, Wilmore, Wilmore, Kentucky. Wilmer, that's it, yeah. yeah. Kentuckians would say Wilmer. Wilmer, I know, I I could tell when you <laughs> yeah <laughs> you said it like, Wilmer. Oh, I said it wrong. Yeah, Wilmer. So of course we had to uh, get to this revival. We had yeah. to see it for ourselves. We had to get a taste of his presence and whatever was being poured out. Uh, we drove a couple hours to Wilmer, and oh my goodness, I'm telling you, there was nothing in this town except for a subway. That's what Josh was saying. <laughs> and we were so shocked. Yeah, we were so shocked because, you know, the subway has this massive long line. I guarantee you they've never had a crowd like this at their subway. They yeah, were trying right. to make these sandwiches and um, people are like almost running into each other in the street with their cars. And it's just wild. And you're watching all of this like only God could create this kind of buzz. This is insane. There are no flyers for this event. There are no backers. There's no donors. There, there's literally nothing. Someone that's you know been in ministry, we have to have donors. We have to create flyers. We have to create hype. We gotta, you know, to have something successful. We gotta work really hard. This is something that nobody worked for. 
Um, you know, for an event wise, there's a lot of people praying and warring in the spirit. They worked that way, but not in the kind of way that we're used to working for an event and for a mass crowd to show up. It was just Jesus. And um, when I walked into the auditorium, uh, I, I didn't necessarily like feel anything crazy right away. And I know some people said immediately they felt the wind of the spirit. They felt peace. Um, it, you know, I'm just looking around like, this is amazing. This is beautiful. This is, this is you, Jesus. I, I felt that 100%. But the longer I stayed in there, I think we were in there about five hours. And I even went to the front for a healing that they called for in my neck, I think it was. Um, when I went up to the front, I felt a heavier glory for sure. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I felt a heavy, heavy glory and it made me begin to cry. And I went back to my seat and time seemed to not really exist. Nobody cared about what was even happening. Uh, half the time, the girl's microphone that was singing, the, the college student that was singing, half the time her microphone didn't work. You know, the guy on the keys is, you know, barely getting along. <laughs> and, uh, the girls, she's, you know, she's precious, but she's not like the most amazing singer you've ever heard. And um, nobody cared. Nobody cared. And it was just the most beautiful feeling. And I guess it's the, the closest feeling I've ever had to pure heaven on earth. Wow. I've, I've, I've felt that way. Um, and Josh felt differently, my brother. So he probably explained this totally different. But for me, just to see that many people not care about anything earthly and all the things that we usually care about, just to see and witness that, that was the most heavenly thing that I've ever seen. Because usually when I'm in a revival, when I'm um, in just a mass move of God and God is doing incredible miracles, I've seen it happen many, many times those people are in the congregation are usually like, I, you know, I want the miracle. I want the healing. I want the deliverance. And that is their focus. This was different. They just wanted Jesus. They just wanted his presence. And, and he didn't really have to move in any kind of way. They just wanted to be there to worship him. That's all that was happening. Mm -hmm. Song after song, after song, after song, we just wanted to worship the king. It didn't matter if someone was, you know, speaking in tongues. It didn't matter if people were being delivered of demons, which I, it did happen. There were miracles happening all over the room. But that was not the focus. The focus was simply Jesus. And that is who I feel the Holy Spirit. Mm. That is where I believe the earth as a whole is at today. Yeah. And only Jesus could do this. We can't do it on our own. We can't focus on Jesus on our own. We can't get ourselves to this kind of pure state. It doesn't happen on our own. Only Jesus could pour out this kind of anointing on the earth and deliver us of all the things that have blinded us in the past, denominations, religion, all of our ideologies, especially Americans and all the things that we place in our life and um, give time to in our life. And I feel so strongly because I know it's happening within me 
and I see it happening with all kinds of people all over the earth, that he has focused his bride. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. And those who have lost their focus, you know, maybe they prayed as a child. They had an experience as a teenager um, to be the bride of Jesus Christ, to be everything that Jesus is and has to offer. I feel like he has just released revival, released anointing to simply focus on him because he is returning. Come on. He's returning. Yeah. That though, what you just said, man, I've been noticing that with so many people and it's happened even within my wife and myself of just like this reorientation, this refocusing of, mm-hmm. of priorities, but then also like, look, I like, getting delivered of stuff that I didn't know I needed to get delivered of. And, right. and you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm a believer that's been walking with the Lord for a while and, and, um, have always had forward momentum in my life, um, at varying speeds, but always forward, you know, um, mm-hmm. towards the Lord. But, um, both my wife and I have had some really powerful encounters lately with the Lord of just like him. Yeah. He's like purifying his bride, and preparing, yep. we were talking about it last night. We're like, God's like, he's, he's getting the bride ready for something that none of us can see fully. I mean, mm-hmm. we have prophetic words about stuff that's coming. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's, there's pick, we can, we can catch glimpses of what God is doing, but no, not the full picture. And, mm-hmm. but there's this, there's this heaviness within the hearts of so many people right now of just like, I, I need to lay it out all, all out on the table before the Lord and I, mm-hmm. and, and to be sanctified and, and to be like that whole process. Um, I, I'm just seeing that a lot within people, this burning desire to just be conformed to his image, you know? Yeah. So um, yeah. you, I think you're right on it. Yeah. He's purifying his bride for a move. I believe that prepares us for the return of Jesus. I, I believe that we're, we're here. We're on the edge. And I know that every generation has said that, but we, we are in a time where anyone anywhere all over the earth can get on you know this little screen here and find out what's happening anywhere yeah. on the earth. We've never been in a time that completes biblical prophecy. We've never been in a time... Uh, that makes sense. People used to wonder how in the world will everyone see the two witnesses be killed and the, the miracles that will happen with the two witnesses that return. We're in a time where we can easily see anything happen. I can go to TikTok and see what's happening in Paris with, you know, they're burning the streets and they're rioting, or we can see what's happening uh, even in India or Kenya. And we've never been in a time like this where the prophecies from the Bible, we can see it just come to life and how it's actually very attainable. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Uh, yeah, I feel like we're there. I feel, and, and you know what? It could be a hundred more years. It doesn't matter. Like we've been in the last days since since Pentecost, okay? <laughs> we've been in the outpouring since Pentecost. With God, time is so different. And so many Christians, uh, they get angry when when they hear people say, you know, Jesus is coming back. And they're like, oh, you're full of crap. You know, we've heard yeah, that a thousand times. That for, you know, whatever. But he is. 
He is. And if he comes in a hundred years, it's, it's still so quick. We can't even wrap our mind around that. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it was quick when he said, you know, in his word, I'm coming back. The thousands of years to him is nothing. God does not live in the time, the time that we live in right here. We're in time. And as soon as we're with God, we'll be outside of time. Um, but anyways, yes, I just am so excited about what God is doing in his bride. And the same exact thing began to happen with me, Jeff. I just out of nowhere began to get delivered of secular music. Oh, wow. I, 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 I was like, I can't listen to it anymore. It just out of nowhere. I'm a musician. I'm a singer. And I never felt uh, guilty to listen to music that I loved. Um, my dad's a musician. And mm -hmm. so music was just always in our home. And God just started to clean me up. And, and I could not literally, I don't have Apple music anymore. I just listen to worship on YouTube sometimes. And sometimes I just sing to the Lord. And I never thought I would ever be the kind of person that wasn't just like blaring my favorite music in my car and, mm -hmm. and dancing. And I didn't, I didn't feel bad about it. And the same thing with movies and shows. I, I mostly just watch cartoons. Me and Rob watch cartoons Come and now. Yeah. cute little movies. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll like, well, I think we tried the last of us and um, like the third episode was just completely, um, perverted and we're just like what in the world i yeah. wow we're so sick of this mess yeah, and yeah. and we just don't even desire it anymore and i used to not be this kind of person mm -hmm. no I'm, I'm i'm right there with you i mean and it looks different for every person but like i i, I i've been going through that a similar process and i'm like a mm -hmm. film guy you know but i'm yeah. like i've been watching like old stuff i've been watching like old movies from like 10 years ago, all the way to like 50 years ago. You know, I just mm -hmm. like, I, I was talking to Lauren about this, my wife about this today, where I was like, man, I was like, I saw an, yet another thing is being adapted. And it's something I really like. Um, it's a game game series. I really like, and it's being adapted to a TV show. And I said, it, it's a sad state when someone like me is really not excited to see an adaptation of something. And there's a lot of, that's why I think there's a lot of, people in my boat even that are like god's preparing to to uh to to put actually put them into those industries and to, mm. to change them you know so right. um or at least to provide an alternative voice you know yes. and there's obviously an appetite i mean we're seeing it with the jesus revolution movie exactly and there's, other things out there. there's obviously an appetite for oh yeah that, oh yeah you know? i think that people are more hungry than I have ever seen in my lifetime. I'm still young. I'm 33, but I've never seen hunger like this ever in my life. No, I haven't either. For the miraculous, yeah. for the supernatural, even for a deliverance of demons. Like I had a 60 year old woman who um, it is Baptist, you know, message me today that I've known for forever. And she says, I think that I'm being oppressed by demons and I need you to help me with deliverance. So I'm like, Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, and this is, yeah, this is something common that's happening. And um, I think that as the bride purifies herself, as the Lord draws us closer to him um, and, and how I see it in my mind is just us at his feet. That's where he has us. 
surrendering everything, surrendering all. And it's not even difficult for us to surrender because our love for him is growing so strong and our hunger for him is growing so strong. Um, but as, as we just stay at his feet, denominational walls will just begin to crumble and because it's pure, it's so pure and people are so hungry for something that's real, something that's pure, the actual truth. And, and that's why people are so drawn to new age. They're drawn to wickedness. We're supernatural beings. We, we want to feel power. We're created by a supernatural God and we're made in his image, which means we are supernatural beings and we will be supernatural for all of eternity. So we're, we're drawn to the supernatural. We're drawn to power and it doesn't matter what denomination you are anymore. God is delivering us of these idols within the church and we're returning to our King. We're returning to Jesus And we want to know what it feels like to live this out for real. (laughs) Like not just go to church on Sunday and deal with your horrible mess, your horrible depression all throughout the week. Like we want to know what it's like to walk in, in literal power. And it starts at his feet. It starts at the worship, just like at Asbury. It starts with that kind of heart. I don't care who's singing. I don't care if it's good or it's not. I don't care if the church lights are cool or if the fog machine is on. I don't care if the sermon is cute. I want Jesus mm-hmm. and I have to have the real thing. Yeah, man, that's, you know? that's it right there. And, and that's the thing. That's another common denominator with people that I've heard that have gone to any of these revivals um, that have been going on is, is it did, did like, it doesn't matter what the political affiliation of the person next to them. It doesn't matter what the denominational affiliation mm-hmm. is with the person next to them, what their favorite food is. Is it the same? Cause I can't stand people that don't like pizza, you know, like just dumb things that we work in our brain as prejudice. Right. Um, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter because it was about him and it was about all uniting mm-hmm. on the front. And I feel like that, like you were saying is a picture mm-hmm. of the bride that God is commissioning during this time is yeah. is that is mm-hmm. a the common denominator we have is jesus and that's mm-hmm. enough you know right yes and, that's it. and, and we have to open uh, i know this episode's called you know open your prophetic ears you have to open your ears and open your eyes to what jesus is doing so that you don't miss it and i felt like i should read uh matthew 24, uh, 28, for wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Carcass is something that's dead. Um, and and this, this whole section here is talking about the end times. Um, like we're talking about, the, the Lord is delivering us of all of these dead things. He's delivering his bride of all of these things that separate us from him. And then he's drawing us together. The eagles will be gathered together. This whole section here is just talking about the end times, everything that's going to happen. This is one of the clues for wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. This is so interesting. In the midst of these scriptures that talks about signs and, you know, the sun being darkened, 
uh, there's going to be a huge sign in the sky that everyone sees representing the son of man. It's so interesting that he says the eagles will be gathered together. And I believe that's what's happening is people's ears are opening, their eyes are opening, their heart is opening to really the heart of Jesus. And we're being drawn together for a great and mighty purpose. And it's happening all over the earth. Whoever's willing, the Lord is pouring out fire and revival in, in a way I've never seen. Just, just if you're willing, if you're hungry, it doesn't matter if you have a theology degree or if you have this affiliation or, or this denomination. Like if, if you just want to begin to see the power of God move, People are seeing it. I'm seeing it with my own teenagers and my own church. They're being filled with fire and they're packing out our church. Teenagers wow. who were smoking weed last week <laughs> and now they're speaking in tongues and they're bringing their friends and they're bringing their, their drug addicted parents and people are being set free. And um, it doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter how much you know or the knowledge the Bible says puffs us up. We're in a time where revival's happening, there's no name attached to it except the name of Jesus. There's no title attached to it. It's simply Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Yes. Um, on my Instagram, uh, I've, I've posted a few things of uh, prophetic things that I feel like the Lord is saying. And specifically a week before Asbury, I had a really cool um, visitation from heaven. Okay. And, Do tell. Yeah. So I was asleep and suddenly um, I was awakened. And this has only happened to me a few times. It actually happened last night. I'm getting ready to share and I feel like it's for the show. But anyway, I just, I woke up and I heard the Lord say, it's time to spend some time with me. And it's like 2.33 in the morning, but I was wide awake. And I just said to him, yes, Lord, I'll spend some time with you. And suddenly I began to um, see visions of birds, just normal birds. This is so weird. Just normal birds. And uh, they're just flying like crazy in my mind. And then I began to hear an angel and an audible voice sing very loudly. Um, birds of revival are in this place. Hmm. And um, yeah, I'm just seeing all these birds. And I, I just thought in that moment, like, I know this is you, Lord. This is the most miraculous thing that I've ever heard. It was a booming, loud singing voice, singing birds of revival are in this place. But I thought, what in the world does the birds mean? And And then I just went right to sleep. When I woke up, I started thinking of birds and thinking of the word of God. And when, when we find birds, I know that uh, the Holy spirit, you know, a dove represents the Holy spirit and God sent a bird to Noah to show him that life, you know, was beginning again with a little twig in his mouth. And that was promise. That was life. That was revival. Really? Everything was being revived with that little bird. And, uh, the bird came from heaven when Jesus was baptized. So I started to think like, oh, okay, God really does love birds and he uses them as messengers. So I, I really just felt like the Lord was saying, you know, the birds have arrived in this region and they've brought 
revival. Next week, Asbury broke out. And also in our church, just a wild fire began to burn and it increased. And so I'm like, wow, God, the birds of revival are really here. Yeah, last, last night, same thing happened to me, except I was awakened by really loud ringing bells, like church bells or courthouse bells, mm-hmm. just, just ringing. I heard them like an audible sound and I knew it wasn't, you know, anything around my house. We don't have anything like that. I knew it was heaven. And I heard the Lord say, the sound of revival is in this place. Mm -hmm. And when I told my dad, he's a pastor, he said, wow, the birds uh, were bringing the message, you know, that revival is coming. But now the sound has arrived and heaven is releasing an alarm. It's releasing um, you know, on the earth, we, we do the bells. There's actually a massive bird just flew by my window. It's huge. Oh my gosh. Like massive, like, whoa. Um, but we ring bells for weddings. We ring bells for services. Um, the courthouse rings the bell for the time. It's really like an announcement, like this is happening. Come to this place. And that's what I feel like heaven is saying. It's happening, guys. Revival is here. My glory is here. My fire is here in a new way that has not been experienced before. And um, yeah, so I I, I woke up and I thought, oh, I'm doing that show today. This is for everyone that's going to watch that show. Heaven is ringing the bells of revival. We are in the middle of it. Open your ears, open your eyes. And if you don't see it, guys, if you don't hear it, just ask the Holy Spirit to remove whatever it is in your life that's clogging your ears or keeping you blinded. And it could be simple stuff like the music, like the movies, like it was for me, the novels, the things that I was just consuming um, and, and allowing into my, my spirit. Yeah. I think that's great, great advice. And it's like a really, man, that's super cool. So it almost is like, like how your dad pointed out, oh, the birds were bringing the message. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a, like a parallel with, with Noah and the flood. You know, there obviously was like, I would say, especially, especially starting in 2020, up until mm-hmm. now, you know, there's, it's been undeniable. There has been a calling. There's been a separating between those that are just playing church and those that are genuinely like the, the, they, they carry the revelation of, no, we are the church. We are the body of Christ Mm -hmm. and we move as one. And the difference Mm -hmm. between those, honestly, for those who find themselves in that, I think I've been playing church is intimacy with Jesus and allowing him to, and and not insisting your way and not being like, Oh Lord, I'm just going to, read your word. And, and I, I, I find a lot of comfort in this, but not allowing it to transform you because mm-hmm. when you allow it to transform you, then you realize the mirror gets flipped on yourself and you start to realize areas of yourself that need to go like what Tori and I've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it, it's interesting because it's like what I've found in my walk with the Lord too, is that like one person could have a conviction or uh, from the Holy spirit about something. And I may not, like you were saying mm-hmm. for a long time, you with, with secular music, you were like, Oh, whatever. I don't, I don't feel any, um, you know, conviction about not listening to it. And, and then one day 
all of a sudden yeah. it was like, no, I'm good. I and, just can't. No, I just can't. Yeah. And, and, um, and so not looking at like Tori's conviction and being like, and then allowing condemnation to come in where you're like, Oh, right. but I am fine. Oh my goodness. Am I going to hell? No. <laughs> like you're following Jesus. Help Elijah fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah fire and the Elijah fire podcast possible. Visit Elijah slash give and become a partner today. And you're like, my advice too, is just like, keep everything with an open hand, right? Like, mm-hmm. is like, if you have it with an open hand, God can take it away take the desire away or the desire. Exactly. You can even throw the desire away. Sometimes I've been in a place where I'm like, I just don't really, I just don't just, really yeah. care about it anymore. You know? Right. So yeah, I just think that's, that's so great, good. That's the open word. hand. Yeah. We can't receive from God like this. No. We have to open up our hands. We have to allow him to take whatever he wants to take. And it is going to be different stuff because we have different relationships. We're not robots. We're, we're different. We have different emotions and um, our characters, our characteristics are different and our personalities are different. And we're all called to do different things as well. So Jesus is not going to deal with us all the same. He has a relationship with every single one of us. Mm-hmm. And that's why he said not to judge one another, because we're all on a journey and it is not our place to say, oh my goodness, that person's listening to secular music and Tori said you shouldn't do that. And how dare they? Oh man. Judge not. Judge not. Yeah. I used to do that when I was like a young believer. Yeah. And it's annoying. And honestly, it just causes disruption. And people are like, gosh, like just stop. And I was like, my, my heart's desire was to you know, like I care. I wanted to be God's like moral police. I wanted, I, but it was a desire of like wanting people to live righteously. Uh, but then sometimes they'd come across as just a little judgy, you know. Oh yeah, and it was just, like, I was people, the same. People would like back away, you know, like oh, we're good. You know, <laughs> that's not attractive. I was the yeah. same way. I just, yeah. you know, I was this goody little two shoe. Like, oh, you said that. You did that. And you said. But yeah, uh, stupid. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Okay. So you also have a note in here and you said that this really def this we're kind of talking about already, but it's just full surrender. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, if we want to talk about prophetic ears being open, that comes from full surrender. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> full surrender. And this is so key. Surrender is key. And we never stop surrendering. I mean, I don't think we will ever reach a place where we don't have something to surrender to the king until we are with him face to face and he has perfected us in his glory. (laughs) Um, So if if you think, I don't know, I don't have anything to surrender. I I promise you, you do. And when I was my judgy little self, I may have thought that way. Uh, like, I, I feel like I'm just so pure and perfect. And that was the very thing wrong with me <laughs> that I was looking at other people and thinking I was better than them or more pure than them. And the Lord had to let me go through a bunch of mess to see how filthy I really was. I was a human. We're all filthy. We're our, our righteousness is as of rags. We are only righteous because of his blood. Right. But anyways, um. I'm, I am in a season where Jesus is just 
having me surrender over and over and over again. Even, even our ministry, even plans, even decisions that I made in the past, how I thought it was all going to work and what we were going to do. I'm a very planned person. I'm extremely passionate. As a tiny little girl, I had huge dreams and my biggest fear was that I wouldn't be successful, you know, so I'm this kind of person. And the Lord has me in just this constant state of surrender right now. And I've never seen him move more miraculously ever. And it is so key. I'm just going to share just a few things with you. Yeah. Um, for instance, my, my Instagram page, and this is something that a lot of us can relate to, especially if we're a little younger or middle-aged. We have an Instagram page or we're trying to grow a social media. Um, I was trying to grow it, you know, because I have a book, because I want uh, people to know about the book. And I thought that that would help me just sell the book and maybe publishers would be interested, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're all trying to be successful. Sure. And that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Well, actually, during Asbury, I, I did a video and it absolutely blew up. And my, my page has just exploded out of nowhere. Yeah. And, um, I just noticed yeah, it like, the other day, actually. I was like, look at, look at yeah, that. Those, those are not paid followers. That's like actual real growth. And for so many years, I was trying to grow it. And just just striving, trying to make things look cute or trying to, and all those things are great. I love, I love branding. I love creativity. My brother is a creative genius. I love it. And my book is super creative. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, not dogging any of these things. But the moment I surrendered that to the Lord and just said to him, you know what, God, if, if, this, if this never goes, if the book never like really goes, whatever, I'm just going to start releasing to people what you say, if they think I'm crazy, whatever. I just surrender this at your feet. I don't have to look super pretty. I don't have to sound super smart. I'm just going to just just hand this over to you. And it began to explode. Now, of course, the, the Asbury thing was anointed to explode already, but just continually just exploding. Um, and I'm not even trying. And that's just one thing that's happening in my life. I mean, it was the same way with the husband that I have to all of you that are single. The moment I truly surrendered is when the Lord began to work. He's trying to get us to the moment of surrender because he cares about our heart more than anything else. All throughout our life, he's trying to get us to moments of surrender. It's so key here. And, And when we learn how to surrender, he can truly begin to move in our life and things that we've prayed for for so long will actually begin to happen because we've surrendered them, because he can trust us with the things that we've prayed for. And, and we're ready to carry it. He's a good father. He's not going to hand us something that we've prayed for when we're not ready to carry it, when our hands are filled with all of these things. Um, surrender has just been the theme of my life for the last two to three years. And I just can't stress it enough. It's, it's just total key for me right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing too. You know, we were talking earlier about keeping an open hand with things is 
that that puts you in a position where you can surrender those things, you know, um, or God can go whoop, and swap it out with something better. Um, mm -hmm. But um, even if, okay, so even if, let's just say the scenario, you surrender your Instagram, uh, which was right. at like a thousand, like like 1500 followers maybe when I started following you and now it's like mm -hmm. 15,000. It's amazing. It's so cool. Yeah. Yay God. Um, mm -hmm. But um, even if nothing mm -hmm. happened as a result of it, right. you still get him. And that, right. see, that's it. It's like when you surrender, mm -hmm. you get him, you know, mm -hmm. and I talk a lot about my life first, Psalm 37, four, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Okay. That is not, Okay, God's a vending machine. That's not a vending right. machine verse. And and I talk about this a lot on the show that the the secret to that verse mm -hmm. is that as you press into the Lord, you realize He's the desire of your heart. Exactly. Like, that's it, man. Like, yes. So it's just like yes. uh, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart, which you realize the thing you're looking for is the Lord. Exactly. Um, yes. Yeah. And. Because when you surrender at his feet, you find out that that's the best place to be. That is what you were created for. And all these other things that you were just hoping for and desiring and wishing to happen, you're able to surrender it because you're so close to Jesus and you see this is all that I really need. Yeah. And then sometimes those things begin to pop off for a lot of different reasons. You may be more authentic. You may be more real. I mean, you know, there's natural reasons as well. But the key here is uh, just being at the, the, the feet of Jesus and, and constantly surrendering all fulfills you greater than anything could ever possibly fulfill you. And you don't even notice if this thing is popping off or if this thing is happening because you're so content, you're so filled. And that's that's where I find myself a lot right now. That is where I find myself. I actually have another like huge announcement that's coming and I'm about to pop. I want to say oh, it so bad. Oh, snap. <laughs> but it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, you guys just got to watch. But just constant surrender. And, and the, the moment the enemy tries to just dangle something in front of your face and say, oh, but you really want this, recognize it and go back to the feet of Jesus and say, it's okay if that doesn't happen. It's okay if I never even get married. It's okay. I remember I used to think, Lord, if, if I don't get married, if I don't have a family, if these things don't happen, what an honor it is to surrender these things at, at your feet. If this is the only thing I get to give to my king in this life, mm, so great. be it, God. I'm yeah. content at your feet. This is where I want to stay. Yeah. And just such a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. That's, that's really good. Um, there was something I was going to say. I just forgot it. <laughs> and it's coming back. Ooh. Okay. It'll come back when we start talking again. Well, I see the note in here too about sowing and reaping. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that for just a little bit as we kind of close out. Sowing and yeah, reaping. Yeah, I think sowing and uh, that could be financially. That could be with prayer. That could be uh, just giving the Lord anything really. But um, I think specifically Money is so important to sow because money is close to our heart, <laughs> all of us, and we have to have money to survive. 
Yeah. Um, it's and, a need in, in this yeah. world, you know, it's like. Yeah, we have to have money. Everybody wants money. I don't think I know anybody that doesn't want money. Yeah. But um, yeah. it goes along with the surrender as well. And uh, the Lord also has me in, in this kind of season. And I'll just use a story um, to get this point out. But most of you guys may know my husband was in a horrific car accident. The car was totaled. He's a miracle. He's walking. Jesus is faithful. Thank God. Um, he's a miracle. Could have been totally different. I could be a widow right now. Um, and I pray to God that I would be praising his name. Even if that happened, I pray that I could surrender that. But thank God he's OK. Our car was totaled. It took a while you know, to get the insurance money back. We finally did. We had to fight for it, even though I had full coverage insurance. <laughs> we had to fight. And uh, finally, we got the money back for my wrecked totaled Kia Sportage. And it was around $8,500. And of course, I paid that car off and I paid far more than that. Yes. So it's not that much, you know. Um, you can't get hardly anything right now with that kind of money. Yeah, no. And I never nothing really good. thought. <laughs> no, nothing good. You might get a, a, a piece of junk, but nothing good. I never thought about tithing on that, honestly. I, you know, usually I only think about income or things that come into my hand. Um, but my husband, he said, you know, we need to tithe on that money. Every single a penny that comes into our hand, no matter how it came into our hand, even if it's just being returned to you from a car that you paid for, we have to just give from that, that money so that God really opens up the windows of heaven over our life. So um, I'm a new wife. And I'm learning to surrender. But I surrendered to this right away. I was a little scared. I thought, oh, gosh, if we give $850, that means we only have 7000 and something. And what are we going to get with $7,000? But I just surrendered. And we gave to the person the Lord told us to give to. And a couple weeks later, we're at the car lot just looking around. And we had actually planned on buying an older Mini Cooper, super tiny little car. Not good for a family, but that's what we had planned on. And we're in the car lot and the, the owner comes out and he's like, hey, guys, hey, kids, y'all need to be looking at this this SUV Audi over here. And I just look at Rob. I'm like, don't even look at that. We cannot afford that. Get your eyes off of that. Know that we can't afford it. OK, just don't get too no. close. <laughs> I was I was just like, no. <laughs> and um. So the owner kind of yells out, you know, it's it's 12 grand. Come over and look at it. And I was like, what? $12,000? Are you kidding me? So we, we test drive it. And it's an amazing, beautiful car. It's older, but low miles. One owner, just beautiful. Anyways, long story short, we get this car. Oh, but the owner accidentally gave us a price that was $4,000 um, less than what the actual booking was because it was a new car and he wasn't caught up and didn't know the price. And uh, he just said, you know what? I'm going to stick to what I told you guys, even though I made a huge mistake. You can have it at that price. Wow. And the, the $850 seed turned into $4,000. And God is just blowing my mind, yeah. stretching my faith. My husband's only been saved for two years. 
But you know what? He believes that this word is true mm. and that if he sows, he will reap. Yeah. And um, he's teaching me how to sow with more faith. And every single time, you know, I, I get anything from Cash App or Venmo or I sow on it. I'm just sowing, sowing, sowing. And it's helping me with my sacrifice as well. And this this word is true, guys. This word is so true. And I'm just seeing the faithfulness of God uh, poured out like I have never seen in my life. Mm, come on. He's faithful. He really is. <laughs> and it, like the thing is, is it's not like, oh, give so that God blesses you. Like it's just the way God is. Like, it's just, he's just him. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I, you can give something and you may not see a return, like an immediate return, but maybe later mm -hmm. that. God does something as a result of something you gave like two years ago to somebody or, or longer, you know, but mm -hmm. it's just the way he is. He wants to bless his kids and, and, mm -hmm. and surrendering in that level, man, it's just like my wife and I've seen a lot of blessing as well in that regard. Mm -hmm. And also too, um, uh, this is for somebody out there giving, uh, giving for the sake of giving, not giving to lend to people. Um, and there's some people out there that are convicted by what I just said, where you give for the sake of giving, not giving and going, you can pay me, you, you can pay me back. Um, and there's a time and a place for that. Obviously. Um, I think some people need to learn valuable lessons in learning to pay things off. Um, but, uh, and the discipline that comes from that, but, uh, there are some people out there who you've been a little bit of a miser with your money. Um, and you know, someone may have come to you asking and they can't afford something that, so they're asking you for help and you're like, okay, you can pay me back. I'm like, but they can't pay you back because <laughs> that's why they came to you, you know? So, right. um, uh, I think being generous givers as believers, I think is very important. Um, and mm -hmm. I think it's a very biblical, that's a kingdom mindset because God is a generous giver. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, um, so I, honestly too, even with me, like hearing you with like the tithing thing, I'm like, my wife and I are, are pretty conscious of that. Uh, but everything that comes your way, I'm like, man, mm. am I doing everything? And so I'm starting to look like starting to think of <laughs> yeah. like, is there anything I've been given lately that I'm like, I should be doing that with. And it's honestly, it's fun because then it's like, and I've heard uh, tons of other people talk about this almost like this fun thing happens with God where it's like you give more and then he gives you and you yes give more. yes and actually I've experienced that myself my wife and I've experienced that too it's yes. really fun so, yes yeah. we're right in the middle of that it's so much fun mm -hmm. so fun and it it might not be like you said you get a check in the mail or you know God gives in all kinds of ways he knows exactly what we need you may need freedom you may need deliverance. You may need your son to come back to Jesus or, you know, whatever. Your wife may need a miracle in her body to conceive or um, the, the Lord knows exactly what we need. And, and when we put our faith into action like that, it moves him. It moves our father. It moves him. Right. And um, I've just been encouraging my good girls with my mentorship program to sow, 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 sow until it hurts because you know, you're here with me receiving coaching because you need something and I can't give you everything that you need, but God can. 
And if the prophet Elijah can ask the widow woman to give her last meal, then we can say, hey, come on. So he did that because he knew he couldn't give that woman what she needed. He knew that God could, that God could perform the insane miracle. Elijah couldn't do that on his own. Mm-hmm. He was just the mouthpiece. He knew that if she gave of, of really all that she had, um, that God would move on her behalf. And that's what he did. And he supplied all of her need, overflowing, miraculous, mm-hmm. you know, we love that story. So good. Yeah, that's a great story. So, all right, Tori. Well, we talked about a lot of really good stuff. Yes. Um, I, I, I love these kinds of, it's sort of like more marching orders, sort of like reports from the field, sort of like bird's eye view of what is happening within the body of Christ, but it's all necessary. And it's all just to orient us in the correct direction. Because what mm-hmm. happens if we don't listen to that and we get mm-hmm. two in our head, or we start insisting our own way or thinking we know best is um, our our guns, our proverbial guns start to turn on one another, which Mm. is exactly what Satan wants. And what has happened for decades and decades and decades within the body of Christ in different areas um, and ways. And, and especially right now, we do not want to be a hindrance to what God is doing on the earth. And so episodes like this are great because it just, it's just fanning those flames, you know, mm-hmm. it's stoking the fire. It's throwing heaps and heaps and heaps of, of, of twigs and sticks, logs on the yes. fire and just letting it burn bright. So uh, would right. you just pray for the listeners um, as we close mm-hmm. this out? Oh, Jesus, I thank you for these incredible people. I thank you for Jeff and Illumination and this beautiful team. That is just your trumpet. Um, trumpeting truth. I thank you for it, God. I pray for every person listening to this podcast. I pray that their prophetic ears would be opened to hear what you're saying to your bride right now, what you're saying to your church right now, what you are saying to your followers and even to your lost children. Open their ears. Open my ears. Open our ears, oh God, to what you are saying over the earth, Lord, open their eyes. God, I ask that you would deliver us from any judgment. God, forgive us if we have ever been in the position to say, oh, that's not revival, but this is. That's not a move of God. God, forgive us and bring us together as one body, like you said that we were, oh God. I know that you said that to us because it would be so hard for us to be one. Lord, please, Bring us together as one. Lord, I pray for anyone that's clouded with depression, clouded with anxiety, clouded with even sexual identity or sexual perversion or addictions that they they feel like they cannot get out of and they can't hear you, Lord. I just come against all of those things right now in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. We ask for supernatural miracles to just start flowing to each listener. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for healing. We thank you for delivering. And we thank you for testimonies that will roll in, God. Maybe fire just begin to burn in them as they begin to hear the testimonies of your goodness, Lord. We thank you, God, for this fire that's exploding all over the earth. Continue to draw us closer to you, Jesus. Clean up your bride. Purify your bride. We want to be your bride, O oh Lord. And we say, come, Lord Jesus, come. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Amen. Tori, how can people follow you? How can they get Good Girl the book? All the good <laughs> stuff. Tell the people. They can get the book at goodgirlthebook.com. The book is very different from this conversation. Yeah. Uh, a lot of sex talk, a lot of raw, real talk. Yeah, it's very honest. Yeah. It's very honest. And uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Victoria Ray Sosa. There you go, everybody. Links are in the descriptions to those things. If you don't feel like rewinding, you can just open the description and they're right there in the follow Victoria section of the description. Victoria, thank you so much. This is great. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. This was awesome. Yeah, everybody, that is our show. Uh, have a blessed day. Tune in tomorrow when Andrea Hobart interviews some rando dude uh, by the name of Jeff Tharp. Um, that's me for those who don't realize <laughs> What is this guy's name? Um, yeah, that's going to be great. That's our 200th episode extravaganza, everybody. So tune in then at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, ElijahFire.com is how you donate. All proceeds go towards keeping this thing afloat at five days a week. And we so appreciate you guys' generosity. You guys are amazing. We love you guys. And we'll see you tomorrow for episode 200. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. 